victims, for those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. Welcome back, one and all, to The Horror Returns. I'm Lance. Wait, no, that's not right. <laughs> Lance is out in the middle of nowhere right now and uh, not getting great reception. He's here, obviously, but uh, could be interesting. <laughs> just in case. Uh, and, of course, Brian, uh, how you guys doing today? Doing good. <laughs> awesome. I'm doing, doing real good, man. My, my mom's been working me to death out here at the house, building all kinds of shit, mowing the whole yard and philip you've seen this yard it's a big yard yeah i got my steps in guys riding lawnmower bro i bought one it is a game changer (laughs) i know i need to get one i definitely need to get one for our house she's moving to new mexico which is why i'm helping her get all this shit together Uh so maybe she'll get one up there oh and she's gonna have five acres up there you boys like mexico (laughs) (laughs) uh all right well so what's uh what's the coolest thing you got going this week lance seemed to be a little out of pocket at the moment oh can you guys hear me yeah yeah all right my cool of the week is um a couple of movies that i watched for a podcast i'm gonna guest on later this week uh tomorrow in fact so that should be bad reception too uh, our, our friends Kate and Matt over at Eternal Sunshine of Not So Spotless Minds. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so they let me. Well, maybe I'll movies. try to pick up on it too and join you. We'll see. Please do, yeah, yeah. Okay. Please do. They're they're wanting as as many of us as as can make it. But uh, all right, we'll be recording at noon tomorrow. I know the Saints are playing then, so I'll be in and out of the house. Are the Cowboys playing then? Ooh, I don't know. I got to check Cowboys time. <laughs> okay, we'll make it work. But we're doing uh, American Werewolf in London. Um, Classic. You know, yeah. Get it? Because, you know, we're from America and, you know. You know. So um, you're you're the werewolf? <laughs> so I'm the werewolf. <laughs> and uh, they let me nope. pick the other one. So not Clockwork Orange, not Mother. So what movie do you think it was, Brian? Cats. Uh, escape Room Tournament of Champions. <laughs> You're very close, dude. Midsommar. <laughs> Midsommar. Uh, good call. Another, another good one. Yeah. That's my school uh, of the yeah, week. Cow- Cowboys play, play at night, movies. so I'm, I, may be, right. I may be able to make that. That would be great. <laughs> Although I'm doing yard work tomorrow, so... <laughs> Uh well um we'll we'll go with the coolest thing that I've seen this week which is not a goddamn thing except uh, Cowboys uh that's really all I got man I work and sports and that's all that's going on in my life right now <laughs> well they uh they look very competitive this year 
that well they did against the Chargers and they did against the Bucks. And uh, I'm just a little bit afraid to say anything because the second I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, we're going to go stomp everybody, they're going to come out and <laughs> shit the bed. <laughs> That's the, the kind team. of thing that the Cowboys do. <laughs> right? uh, what did I watch? Uh, I had uh, like a triple feature female-led action movies this week. I'm glad you went with action. Yes. Was one of them? Uh, was one of them Kate? Yes. Oh, what'd okay. you think? Um, I didn't hate it. Uh, yeah. I think the right. only drawback I felt was I think I think it was a little too long. Okay. Because it was yeah. al- almost two hours, and I think it could have been like around an hour and a half. But uh, yeah, she's a uh, what is her name? Mary Elizabeth Winstead. She's yeah. uh, turning into a nice little action star because yeah, she had this. Ass. She had this in uh, the Harley Quinn movie she was in. Oh, that's right. So, yeah, Birds of Prey. She was good in that one, too. I liked her. Yeah, not bad. Um, what else did I see? Uh, triple feature. Uh, Gunpowder Milkshake. I still haven't uh, watched that yet. Is it any good? A little disappointed. Yeah. Okay, me too. Yeah, I was, too. So I was waiting to hear you say it. Yeah, it, it had some good action uh, scenes in it, but... I kind of wanted more with the, I guess the, I don't want to call them old, but the the older, <laughs> I guess I have to, the the older yeah. women assassins the, <laughs> right. from the library. You're yeah. fucking fired. <laughs> <laughs> the night, the nineteen seventies. Uh, <laughs> now, what what would you call them? Because every every one of them's hot, right? But uh, like you say, a little little older than yeah than you had uh, you had michelle yao angela bassett uh carla gugino and you only got them probably a total of maybe 15 20 minutes in the movie seriously yeah yeah, yeah that was disappointing why would you have a cast like that and not use it i don't know i would if i would if i would have made it i would have had them guns blazing throughout the whole movie but yeah my movie probably would have had less on the story and more on the action. Yeah. Yeah. See, and that's uh, my concern with Kate. Like I, the action was cool, but like, I thought it was going to be, <sighs> I don't know. You know how some of those really quirky, cool action movies have things that are like going to make it a classic. Yeah, I, sure. I felt like there weren't really any of those moments in Kate and I sort of expected them to be there. I think yeah. it just didn't meet my expectations. Yeah, like I said, I, I liked it, but there it it could have been great. Right. Yeah, but it was it, so close to being great. It was good, but it could have been great. And then I checked out Amazon Prime's Jolt, starring Kate Beckinsale. Well, I, yep, I, I saw that one too. I liked Talk it. About a cougar. But again, <laughs> I thought this one ran a little too long. Also, I think all three of these movies were almost two hours. Gunpowder Milkshake might have been over two hours, man. Yeah, really? it felt it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I like the premise of Jolt. She has like this condition that she basically it's a compulsion. Like she gets angry and is going to beat the shit out of you. And she can't help it. So she has to wear this vest that when the compulsion happens, she like jolts herself. <laughs> like a shock collar. Yeah. So... <laughs> That's kind of funny. Like um, it is. Yeah, they 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 I know kind of play some off jokes in there, and I'm this close to them. I just can't rattle them off. Yeah, they 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 kind of play some of the some of the scenes for for laughs 
you know, I mean, you can't take it too seriously, but uh, she's another one that, that, that kicks a lot of ass. You know, of course, people know her from Underworld as uh, whatever her name was in the movie. I can't think of it yeah. right now. But, yeah, her. <laughs> yeah. Kate Beckinsale in leather. That's who she was in the movie. You don't yes. really know anything else. Very, very <laughs> pale leather vampire teeth. That was her character. And uh, I finished off um, American Horror Stories, the the one where each episode's its own story. Yeah, right. I've only watched those the first couple, which were one story. Yeah, yeah um, really, really weird, right? Yeah, I was I was entertained throughout. Uh, I know it got greenlit for a second season, so I'm I'm looking forward to the second season. <clears throat> I like that or, format better. Yeah, um, I'm actually I'm still liking. Um, what is it, Lance? Double feature, the new season? Oh, I'm loving that one. Yeah, which I think we're at this part in the season. I think it's about to go to the other story now. Yeah, because I think the next episode is called Take Me to Your Leader. Yeah, which is, Phil, I'm going to have to do an aliens and shit. Aliens? Yeah, I got your attention. <laughs> old. Is that it? Yeah, that's all I watched. I'm kind of saving all, all my horror shit for... Uh, Next month. All uh, right. So, what was the gotcha. what was your favorite, man? Uh, I think I'm gonna go with the American Horror Stories. Cool. There was a there was quite a few episodes in there that I enjoyed. I think the worst one I didn't really care for was the one with the uh, Princess Leia's daughter. What's her name? Yeah, uh, she's. I'm not sure if I can get into her. She just seems kind of one note. Yeah, she was one note throughout the, the episode she was in. So great. Wow, well, the new Sarah Paulson, huh? Yeah, but Sarah Paulson's Sarah? great in the new yeah, season. Yeah, she's of good American actress. Story. She just plays a bitch and a half every time. <laughs> Karen, Karen. Yeah, that's she, she was, plays a Karen. She's a great Karen. She's great she was good in. You're right, Brian. She was good in the uh, what was that series she just did? The where she was the nurse. Oh, Ratchet. Yeah, she was good at that. Okay. Yeah, I think she's got some acting chops. I'm not sure that uh, Princess Leia's daughter does. I can't uh, think of her. She, Is it Billy Lord? Reason, yeah, that sounds right. But she's there because of the name, you know? Yeah. Like, we'll she's in the new season of American Horror Story, too. So... But she's not like a main character. Yeah, and I'm sure she's an awesome person. She just maybe, maybe she'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> give it, give it time. Yeah. Yep, that's my cool little week. All right. Well, we burned through that one. Let's roll on to horror headlines. What uh, what are we pushing back? Uh, nothing right now. <laughs> Thank God. As far as I see, nothing. But I think we're kind of at the point where I don't think anything's going to get pushed back. I think it's just going to get dropped on yeah. some streaming platform. Yeah. Well, Unless it's yeah, like a major it, blockbuster. And it it may be, you know, we have to change the way that we think about movies or something. But, uh, man, this shit ain't going away anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, my state is in the top three. Oh, as that's cases. right. I heard about it's that. It's just... Guard completely sideways up here. Yeah. Our hospitals are at capacity. 
The governor's declared crisis in our hospitals because we don't have enough care for everybody. You know, I hear a lot of that is because of staffing shortage. Yeah, well, I guess they're flying like 500 out-of-state health care workers up here. Yeah. Wow. There's a shortage of everything right now. I didn't didn't know y'all had 500 people in Alaska. We got many people in Alaska, Lance. (laughs) We can take over the United States. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> uh, news, news. I'm going to mess up this guy's name. Pilu Asbeck. He was um, oh, yeah, the, the, Theon Greyjoy's uncle in Game of Thrones. Oh, the, that the, dude's badass. Yeah. Yeah. The, joined... the, 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 the seafaring old guy? No, the, the, the younger brother. Oh, the, the, one, the one that tried to take over. The asshole. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> He's joining the cast of the James Wan produced. I gotta say that yeah. uh, Salem's Lot. So the Salem's Lot, it, it so far looks like it's gonna have a great cast. So, and I hope it's good. It do we need cool. another? Do we need another Salem's Lot though? I mean, <laughs> come on. Uh, well, if you're gonna rehash a story, why not? I yeah. guess. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what everything is that comes out right now. It's just a twist on another story that came before it. I don't know if I really have any news. It's just been kind of a slow week. This show's going to go quick. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Adam Wingard says his Death Note sequel will address all fan criticism. What? Why are you... (laughs) Who pushed that project through? (laughs) I don't know. What the fuck are you doing? Adam Wingard, man, we love you. Stop. I think I think we need to rewatch the, the anime series now, Brian. Uh, Hell no. We need to have an intervention for Adam Wingard. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Let the Right One In has officially been ordered to series by Showtime. Uh, you talked about that five years ago, man. Yeah, I guess they shot the pilot. I'm assuming they shot the pilot and was pleased with what they have. Is it like a continuation or is it just rehashing uh, the same story? Re- retelling. Not come the, come, come, come the on, same come fucking drum that we do come every on, week. Phil. Come on, Phil. <laughs> what were you expecting? Yeah, that's about what I was expecting. <laughs> uh, Kevin Bacon joins the cast of Blumhouse's upcoming LGBTQ plus horror movie, which is untitled at this time. That could mean I, I, almost anything. I was going to yeah. say, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that one. <laughs> <Is it? laughs> you know what? That, I'm not stepping on those landmines. <laughs> no. Hey, Bacon needs to go back to Tremors, though, right? They need, we need that Tremors series. It, that trailer he put out looked fucking amazing. I don't understand why nobody's picked it up. It, it, yeah. must, co- it must cost way too much. If we're going to do something that's rehashed with mm-hmm. Kevin Bacon, let's Tremors. You know what? Oh, Throw some God. LGBTQ people in there, too. I mean, I, you know, Why not? not the Tremor sure. itself, but whatever. Right. Well, you never know. You never know. We don't judge. <laughs> hey, whatever it is, maybe it's in nature. Right. <laughs> uh, is that it? Yeah, I think that's it. All right. Think, uh, uh, that's why I went a little heavy with the trailers today, because news is very limited. Well, 
That's cool. And I, I imagine we'll have a lot to talk about about these movies. Because um, this is first watch for me on both of them. Oh, nice. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. I'd never even heard of Near Dark. Um, so we'll move on to Trailer Park. Let's take a trip down to the trailer park where we bring, bring you the big, the small, and sometimes the very, very weird. Uh, what's our first trailer this week, Brian? I think we are going to talk about... Let me pull up my list, sorry. Uh, let's go with Stranger Things Season 4 teaser. <laughs> what did you guys think? Are you guys kind of done with Str- Stranger Things because of the weight, or...? Again, man, I was just going to say it. it. You took the words out of my mouth. I'm a little Stranger Things out at this point, man. Um, although this looks like it's definitely ripping off The Haunting of Hill House and yeah. uh, American Horror Story Season 1, big time. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? With those characters, they're pretty good. And maybe that's part of the weight, is that I'm not really Stranger Things out, you know? Mm-hmm. like. I, we mm-hmm. haven't seen it in forever, and so it'll be nice to see those kids uh, pretty much grown up at this point. <laughs> well, uh, they did a smart thing with what we're going to see, because I guess there's going to be okay. a time jump. Okay. So well, I think okay. this takes place there with them go. in high school. Yeah, the next season, uh, we're going to have to like deal with them going to college and getting married and having kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, this... Uh, Little scene, little teaser here is called uh, the Victor Creel House, and I guess he's being played by Robert England. Why do all the haunted houses look exactly the same? Let me read. Don't they? Let me read this here. Horror icon Robert England is playing Victor Creel in season four, a disturbed man who is in prison in a psychiatric hospital for a gruesome murder in the 1950s. So I'm assuming. Huh. The the clip we seen was the guy was probably playing a younger version of Robert England. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. England himself doesn't appear in the new footage, but it does seem to spotlight the character at a younger, you know, like I said, younger age. All suggests Str- season four of Stranger Things is going to unlock unique new horrors. <laughs> Keep it going forever, huh? Unique is a strange word there. <laughs> That place has got to got to ride that horse till it till it falls down, huh? There you go. Well, I heard they 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 have an end game for this. I think it's gonna, from what I read somewhere, I think uh, after this one more season. Okay. So they they I think they do have where it's gonna end. So, but we'll see. This could be the most popular season ever, and they'll green light it for five more seasons. Yeah, yeah that's like, true. Like they've done with American Horror Story already. <laughs> That'll never stop. I mean, plus they skip three or four years in between. So, I, you know, by the time the next one comes around, it could be a totally different thing. Uh, no release date uh, still. It just says 2022. I'm excited to watch them, though. Like, oh, we all are. Yeah, that that the the funny kid with the teeth. The fuck is his name? Uh, shit, my daughter would be yelling at me right now. But you know who I'm talking about, Yeah, right? that, that, guy. that guy. Yeah, like, that hey, guy. I, I like him a lot. I'm kind of amazed that he hasn't been in more stuff, and uh, I'm excited basically to see him. 
And you know, the whole crew back together. Fuck is his yeah. name? Maybe maybe David Harbour will show up as a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is that kid's name? How many fucking people are yelling at us? When are we gonna have those t shirts? I Brian, for some reason more? can't remember any of the kids' <laughs> names. Oh, <laughs> I remember yeah. Lucas. Jesus Christ. Same book of Jeopardy, goddammit. <laughs> the redhead girl is Max. And of course, Eleven. Like, you can't remember or can't forget Eleven. Yeah. Okay. Dustin. She's like 27. There years. you go. Dustin. <laughs> yeah, right. I had, to get, I had to get the old wheels turning. All right. Moving on to our next trailer. This is the next installment in the VHS series, VHS 94. Four. We're going to have segments from David Bruckner, Simon Barrett, Timo Tijanto, I probably said that wrong, Chloe ok- Okuno, and Jennifer Reeder. Mm. And also Ryan Prowse, Lance Ryan. Uh, he, okay. had, uh, he worked on the Low Life. Ah, I love that movie, man. It was a short little trailer, but what did you guys think? Man, I I'm more excited about this one than than I have been any of the others. Really? That's <laughs> yeah, a lot, I think so. They've had a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's normally you know I I'm not gonna be like chomping at the bit to watch it. I'll have to watch this fucking movie. But like it's it looks like it's worth a watch. Yeah. Yeah. Look, looks very haunted housey. Yeah, I I I had a better appreciation for I, I love the first one and the uh, parts of the second one, but uh, you can go over to the Skater Nez podcast network and hear our thirty one days of horror where we did all three VHS movies. I have a better appreciation for them, and uh, I'm I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, got a lot of good young, some of them unknown uh, directors here. Mm-hmm. Give us, give us, hopefully something that we haven't really seen before. And I'm really looking forward to Timo Tajanto. He did that, uh, that cult one, Lance. Oh, not the, not, not the one that we had to watch with the, um, you with the Japanese movie that we were forced to watch by Matt. No, he did the um, Samurai the, Police or whatever. No, he did the called. VHS segment uh, with the cult, the Death Cult. Oh, uh, that was that. That was that was probably one of the best segments of the entire series. I thought. Yeah, he he's done a lot of good stuff. Uh, uh, May the devil take you. The night comes for us. Ah, is great. Okay. The the night comes for us and headshot are fucking fantastic violent action movies, and they're all on Netflix. Yeah, looks like they got some talent. I mean, how bad could it be? They're like ten minute little segments. Be the worst thing yeah. we've ever seen. I'm, I'm like I'm looking forward to it. I've I've enjoyed every single VHS, VHS even the ones that uh, people like to shit on, like the little kid with a magic cape or whatever he had. Ah, uh, yeah, and, that um, was kind of goofy. Uh, I liked all of them though, man. And like you said, you only got to sit through like a 10, 15 minute movie each time, right? Yeah, yeah, they're not long, so. Yeah. Well, and I like the like the the there was like a almost a video game scene in there where it looked like a shooter. Yeah. Oh yeah. And like taking out the bad guys or what I like that one looks like it's interesting. I'm surprised they haven't done more movies like that. 
there was there was that one where they did the whole fucking movie that way in first person. I can't remember the name mm-hmm. of it. Uh, well, there was the Maniac remake, but you're talking about that? more of like the shoot 'em up. Movie. Yeah, no, it was straight up video game style. It was a really cool movie. I yeah, liked it. Hard, hardcore Harry. There you go. Hard, yeah. That was hardcore. that was a cool movie, yeah. man. And that's it. This sort of looks like that. Well, at least that one particular story does. Yeah, you know, that'll probably be the coolest story. You guys remember the Black uh, what is it, Black Mirror Black episode? Christmas. I was gonna say Black Christmas, <laughs> Black Mirror <laughs> episode Every with Kurt Russell's show. son, where he did the video <laughs> game one. Yeah. Yes. That was a, I, I, I always liked that episode. Yeah. Boy, uh, the further we go, one, man. the more Black Mirror we get. <laughs> oh, v- yeah, too real. Too real. V- VHS 94 will be here just in time for the uh, Christmas, or, oh, was Christmas season. Got me thinking of Black Christmas now. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> October 6th, VHS 94. Is Emojin po- Poots in it? I hope so. She's okay. cute. <laughs> she is. She's cool. I like her. <laughs> It's it's gonna we're gonna have to start calling that the movie that shall not be named. <laughs> right. is, it, yeah. is it Emotion or Imogen? I have no idea. I think Imogen. That's oh, the way I say it. Definitely <laughs> no last name's Poots. Yeah, yeah it's definitely Poots. Definitely Poots. It's kind, it's an unfortunate name, but I've <laughs> it's grown on me. <laughs> All right, now to our final trailer, which is a prequel to Zack Snyder's zombie movie, Army of the Dead. This is Army of Thieves. And looks like it has nothing to do with zombies at all. Yes, uh, this uh, stars Natalie Emmanuel, another Game of Thrones star. Oh, yes. Oh, Oh, that's who that is. (laughs) Oh, yes. Ruby Ophie, Stuart Martin, Gus Khan, Jonathan Cohen, and Naomi Nakai. Alongside, alongside, I'm going to fuck his name up, Matthias, <laughs> the guy that I'm not going to try your last name. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> what did you guys think of Army of Thieves, and do you care about a prequel <laughs> with no zombies in it? Uh, I mean, for me, this is another one where it's I'm glad it's coming to Netflix because I don't know mm-hmm. that I would uh, I don't know that I'd jump to go watch this in the theater un- unless it, you know, had a whole lot of buzz behind it. But on Netflix, I'll check it out. I mean, it looks interesting. I, that was my right. favorite character in uh, Army of the Dead. So, yeah, why not? Yeah, I, I like this character too, and uh, I like a good heist movie, bank robbery movie, you know. And that's his uh, forte is uh, cracking safe. So I don't know. It's it's being listed as an action and romance comedy. Huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why not? It's an action rom com. Um. <laughs> Well, and and I think maybe it was a cool move to not uh, make it so obvious that it's mm-hmm. a prequel to Army of the Dead mm-hmm. because right. they don't really mention it at all. You'd have to go, hey, wait a minute. Isn't that that guy? Is this the same fucking movie? What are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> well, there is going to be a prequel to Army of the Dead called Army of the Dead Las Vegas. Yeah. So 
that's that's still coming, but well, and it looks like there was maybe some kind of zombie shit happening, uh, like maybe in the background really? of this movie, like maybe the very beginning of it. Man, yeah. I kept looking for that, and I couldn't, I couldn't see that. Maybe they didn't want to focus on that. Yeah, because well, obviously a, it's not focused it, it, on it, and I'm okay yeah, because this is a different story. So yeah, maybe it'll it'll be there, but not as prominent as right. Army of the Dead. So. Well, All I'll right. Watch it. Yep. Netflix. Yeah. Uh, when is it coming out? When the fuck are you coming out? October 29th on it Netflix. Is. And yeah, I will be. I'll, Go ahead. I'll, I'll be looking forward to it. it. It seems like an odd choice, you know, for a Army of the Dead tie in movie for sure. Especially but, I mean, come I guess, out like on Halloween. Yeah. It's like something's got to pop up in it, right? That we're not expecting. That they're yeah. obviously keeping out of the trailer. I would, I would think. Um, yeah. But it looked, it looks good. Looks like it's beautifully filmed. I don't know how they were able to go film in all those different European cities with COVID, unless it was all just like uh, uh, CGI cities or. They went to Canada. Kind of, did they go to Canada? Okay. I don't so know. They, they always we, go to we, Canada we or. Oh, yeah. They speak French in Canada. Fuck. Okay. Or they do like the Marvel movies because they're all filmed in. Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> that would make sense. <laughs> that wasn't Wakanda. That was Atlanta. Movie magic. God, that's some serious movie magic. I don't know. I don't know the last time I saw uh, like deep jungles in Atlanta. <laughs> For sure, Black Panther was filmed on a fucking green screen. <laughs> yeah, hundred. Yeah, you got you got you got that Disney money. <laughs> right. Speaking. Hey, speaking happen. of. Speaking of green screens, um, I want to see a, a, a Tig Nataro prequel for this series. With her doing the helicopters and everything. That, yeah. that, that's what I want for my money. Oh, yeah. I mean, you never know if, if this one is as popular as Army of the Dead. You know, they can spin off with, you know, there was a, a mm-hmm. lot of different characters in there. Well, and it'll be interesting to see because uh, it seems like Zack Snyder had a plan for... Justice League and stuff, and just didn't really get to follow it through. Right. And so they just didn't allow him to, or yeah, for whatever. Well, reason, yeah, right? they definitely. Yeah, the the Snyder cut was basically his swan song. Right. right. But I think he had a plan for more shit even after that. So yeah. we'll see if he can if he can put together the same big plan. To do something with this one, you know what I mean? Like maybe there's a couple other right. movies he wants to do in the universe, and then bring them all together. Yeah, that would uh, that would be cool. It's definitely um, definitely no. Uh, can you guys hear me? AJ's yep. calling yeah. <laughs> on the same oh. cell phone here. Um, oh shit! I lost my I lost my train of thought. The wife called. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I'd, I'd I'd like to see like all the characters get their story and have him expand the universe, especially if, if he's not doing any DC anymore. Yeah, shit. As far as I'm concerned, Ar- Army of the Dead was like better than eighty percent of the DC movies out there anyway. Yeah, that's not saying a lot. <laughs> Definitely better than Wonder Woman eighty four. <laughs> All right, that was the final trailer. All right, on to uh, listener feedback. Uh, This week, the podcast spotlight shines on Dark Knight of the Podcast. 
A uh, new episode out now. Troy and Roger put on their pineapple dress ensembles. Okay. To head to a psychology class and discuss the 1986 slasher flick Sorority House Massacre. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, join the guys as they chat. Uh, highly ineffective knife raises. A second week of shoehorned in boobs. I, do we have a problem with that? <laughs> um, awkwardly placed lime jello dialogue. <laughs> Uh, a, and a magical second story window jump. Uh, and our friend Roger Connor says, thanks for sharing. <laughs> anytime, man, anytime. Uh, and we also want to give a very special shout out to Sarah of Horror. Uh, she says, I am Sarah of Horror, filmmaker and actor. Uh, most known for Rotten Love, Mimes and Sargod, uh, Wounded. Um, I am also a horror reviewer, and I only review horror movies uh, um, from my own collection. I have a physical copy of the film, and I'm going to review it. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, very up- cool setup. Upcoming movie projects are Create Your Own Killer Again and Attack of the Bee Film, a comedy series, of course. <laughs> oh, that, that's great. I, I can't wait. To, is it that, YouTube or is it yeah, audio she's YouTube. Or does she do both? Yeah. She, okay. I think she's YouTube only. Dude, we gotta, we, we gotta get on YouTube somehow, guys. Yeah, that's the only way to make a B film. You gotta have some comedy in there. <laughs> yes. Uh you can find my latest horror comedy, Create Your Killer, here on my channel. So definitely check that one out. Sarah of Horror. Uh and the host, Sarah uh I'm sorry, I can't say your last name. Gersky. Um, also gives us a really big thank you. Uh, so shout out to Sarah from the horror returns. All right. Uh, that's it for listener feedback this week. Um, our intro comes from Steve Carlton of the league of geeks with a Z. Uh, our artwork comes from Natsulani. So check her out on Instagram. Um, and if you'd like to help the show, please consider, consider becoming a Patreon patron. We'll let you pick the movies for a future show at any amount, and for $5 or more a month, also pick a commentary for a future bonus show. Uh, And if you have a chance, please give us an Apple Podcast five-star review, and you may win some cool shit. True. There it is. On to featured attractions. Uh, So this week we're going to go back to 1987 and talk about the Witches of Eastwick, which somehow I've never seen, um, as well as Near Dark, which I've never heard of until now. What? I That's know, hard right? to believe, man. <laughs> it really on. is because I watched it and I, I well, we'll get to it. It's <laughs> like a cult, cult classic, man. It seems like it should be. And I was like, how have I never seen this movie? <laughs> uh, OK, so we'll start with The Witches of Eastwick, though. Uh, three single women in a picturesque village uh, have their wishes granted. I don't know if it was a village, more small city, but, you know. <laughs> this um, wasn't the, the prisoner, huh? Yeah. <laughs> At a cost when a uh, mysterious and flamboyant man arrives in their lives. Jack Nicholson. Uh, director is George Miller, also known for Mad Max and Happy Feet. All right. (laughs) That guy is very versatile. Versatile. (laughs) Great movies, both of them. (laughs) Uh, Writer is Michael Christopher, uh, based on the novel by John Updike. What's Updike? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) 
Among other things, John Updike has written the Rabbit Run uh, Run series. The Rabbit Run series? I don't know what that is. And the Centaur. Um, yeah. According to George Miller, uh, producer John oh. Peters suddenly decided he wanted aliens to appear in the movie. <laughs> Sounds like Philip. <laughs> <laughs> you know what make this show greater? Aliens. <laughs> um, even though it didn't make sense with the story. Uh, Miller thinks that Peters was influenced by the box office success of Aliens, and uh, he even showed up one day on set with a stuntman dressed as an alien and told Miller to put him in a scene, <laughs> any scene. <laughs> they kinda, you're, kinda you're making this shit up, dude. <laughs> Come on. Miller and Jack Nicholson uh, <laughs> then, then left the set until Peters gave up on his fixation. <laughs> You see, fucking studio interference. That says a lot. Right. Aliens, it doesn't make sense, but stick it in there somewhere. Uh, A life-size animatronic puppet was made of Veronica Cartwright for the cherry pit vomiting scene. Really? What? It gathered a lot of attention on set because it could realistically thrash about convulsively and spew out massive amounts of vomit. Wow. Man, we need that for our yard this Halloween. I can do that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, However, preview audiences (laughs) found the sequence too disgusting, and all of the shots involving the puppet were cut out of the (laughs) That makes me sad. Oh, no. Man, I'd love to get a, a director's cut of that. I know, right? Where's the fucking cherry pit vomit robot cut? (laughs) Oh, shit. It's got to be out there somewhere, right? Uh, All right, Lance, what did you think of The Witches of Eastwick? Uh, I've I've seen this movie several times. Like, when it first came out, I saw it. I think I saw it at the theater. And then I've seen it a couple of times uh, since then. But I don't know, man. It's kind of like now that I'm a little bit older and, uh, you know, especially now now that I have – daughters granddaughters stuff like that you know the women in my life that are that are important to me i i don't know i, I kind of think of male and female roles a little bit differently than i used to yeah and matured a little yeah this, yeah this movie this movie has a lot to say i mean yeah. it's oh man it's kind of like right off the bat when you start unboxing it you think okay this is just going to be kind of like your typical well, first of all, it was in kind of like a New England village, and then you had the one character that she was kind of like the the the, the town Karen type or the overly religious zealot. Uh, oh, King, Veronica like, Cartwright. That would be Veronica Cartwright, and King uses those characters a lot in his story. And I thought when Jack Nicholson showed up that he was going to be their salvation. Um, little did I know that this movie was going to turn that on its ear. And just like completely show us what I guess they refer to now as toxic masculinity, um, where, you know, hey, well, are mansplaining, <laughs> you know, the list can go on and on. But it's just I, I thought that it was it was kind of like the the wrapping of the film as I thought it was going to be one thing. And it turned into something completely different when Nicholson <laughs> lost his cool and went batshit crazy stomping at the end doing his best Joker impression. Oh, That's during great. his uh, I just want someone to take care of me. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. stomping around. Pay attention to me. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, He's a nut in this movie. I like how he was ironing. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, yeah, because nobody will do it for me. And the Orientals down at the Oriental store aren't any good at ironing. <laughs> or what do you say? Not enough Orientals in there, yeah. I guess, or something like that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I, I, I liked what it had to say about it. I thought that all of the performances were great. Um, I mean, you know, all, all three women were sexy at the time. You know, Cher has probably sat in the plastic surgeon chair way too many times by now to consider her sexy anymore. But uh, Or you know, she's a vampire. Or she's a vampire. Um, you guys know how I feel about Susan Sarandon. Like, if we did an old school, um, <laughs> you know, hall pass episode she you know she's gonna be there on there for me every time yeah she um, she gets better with age you, you know, know what, what? I would I, too. her daughter's hot too yes she is too. um i you know what i like i liked about the characters was that like they were kind of like each of them had their own problems mm-hmm. um but they were all at the at the end they were lonely and they thought they needed a man right to fulfill that loneliness in their life or whatever and so that was like one of the stories, and then, like I said, you get the religious zealot. And does is it just me, or do these people have fucking church services literally every hour of every day? Seems like they meet at the church a lot. Yeah, that's a good point. Like uh, Footloose. <laughs> well, I I think I think the way they did it with Nicholson was perfect. I I, I love the sublime part of having you know, of course, he's the devil, right? Or he's a demon, or something like that, or some kind of warlock. I don't know um, what just the fuck it was at the end of that I movie. No shit. Yeah, the that's that's the one they kept in the movie. That's the animatronic they kept in the movie, I guess. But that um, shit went nuts. <laughs> I I think to me the the reason that I like this story so much is because it was kind of like this was sort of like one of those girl power done right type movies, unlike our Black Christmas, the way they fucked that up. And I just I like the fact that when um, when he showed up. They were all, you know, so desperate to, uh, you know, not be lonely and to have, you know, somebody else in their life again and stuff like that. And they all wanted to kind of be witches. And I think they saw him as this character that could help them develop spells and be much better at, at witchcraft and stuff like that. So, you know, he ended up seducing them all in. There were some incredibly sexy scenes of the three chicks laying on the bed. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. Negligee. That was that was hard to hard to not notice, but um, yeah, no, I thought it was um, it had a lot to say about you know when you get into relationships and it works both ways. I mean, believe me, I've been in relationships with women that have just gone batshit out out the door crazy, where I couldn't wait couldn't wait to get out of that relationship. But I thought it, at its core, it was just kind of a story about how you know they brought him in. Um, he, we all thought, or at least I thought in my mind, oh, okay, cool. He's going to be like this hero, and he's going to be ethical and treat them fairly and be cool to them. And then come to find out he's just this little fucking stammering, angry kid at the end that wants it all his way. So, um, yeah, pretty deep movie. I uh, I like this movie every time I see it. Yeah, and uh, you know what? Brian, you go first. Yeah, this was a movie when I was younger. I watched a whole bunch. This was on cable all the time. Uh, I don't believe I saw it in the theater because I was probably like seven years old at the time. So I probably wouldn't have remembered. But like, did you get it watching it as a kid? uh, I agree with everything Lance says, but at that age, no. Yeah. I thought it was, you know, I'm I'm a young kid and, you know, hot women up there 
Right. And I didn't really get the witch part because I didn't really right. feel like they became witches. But now watching this, it kind of seemed like they they kind of had a little bit in them before he Jack Nicholson came because mm-hmm. of the whole uh, scene with the wind and in the beginning, the, the, the storm. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. How they all kind of wanted that the guy that was, you know, going on and on with his little speech. They kind of wanted it over and they all just thought of it and it happened. So I, I get it now. But Jack oh, yeah. Nicholson, like the magic Jack, was already there. Yeah. And uh, Jack Nicholson, he fucking stole the show in this one. He just he had me dying, like I said, with his uh, what about me rant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, he's vulgar and inappropriate, but I mean, fuck, right? made me laugh when I think it was Cher <laughs> when she was like, are you trying to seduce me? He's like, no, I'm not trying to seduce you. I'm just trying to fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> I like a I like a you. Yeah, I like a little pussy after lunch. Right. Oh yeah, I can't believe they said that <laughs> in the movie back then. That actually kind of shocked me. And I, I know Jack that. Nicholson is great, but like not the most attractive man in the world. Oh, and they say that in here. Right. Oh, sure. Cher tells him straight to his face how she really feels about him, but you know, I, I get he. You know, he he has he's charming. He uh, he has the gift of the gab. So yeah, right, and probably a magical spell he cast over him. Well, that helps. <laughs> I'm guessing <laughs> the help of the devil, right? Yeah, and I, I like the the difference between each woman, women, the Cher, Susan Sarandon, Michelle Pfeiffer. You know, they were they were they were best friends, but they were all different. And like you yeah. said, Lance, mm-hmm. they all had their different problems. But man, did Michelle Pfeiffer have a lot of fucking kids in this movie. At, at that young age, right? Yeah, where did they go at the end of the movie? Good question. question. And I, beautiful, as always. It was fun to see her, you know, back in the day when she was kind of in her prime. Mm-hmm. And... uh I, you know, she was never really my cup of tea. None of these women ever really were, actually. I never thought Cher was attractive as a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, man, I I, she, was, she was pretty hot in this movie. Although, mm-hmm. I mean, she was probably already fucking 400 at that point. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how the fuck old she is now, but she looks exactly the same. Yeah. Uh, the, plastic. <laughs> yeah real quick, I, I like the supporting cast. Uh, Victor, uh, Veronica Cartwright as, like you said, the, the zealot, the, the over-religious... You yeah. Know. Oh, and I'd totally forgotten about Richard Jenkins being Richard Jenkins, uh, Carol Strucken. Is that how you say his name? Lurch from the Adams yes, Family movie? Mr. Oh, Mr. Yeah. Home. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Home from Star Trek. Yeah. Good seeing him pop up. Yeah. Classic. Yeah, this is uh, this was one of my uh, I, I would say it was probably one of my favorites when I was younger because when it was on TV and I would I always watch it. No matter you know, you turn turn a channel, whatever part it was on, I I just watch it throughout. So it was, it was a good rewatch for me. I haven't seen this in years. See, and I, the 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 wacky ending of this when he turns into that big long neck demon weird thing <laughs> was uh, actually kind of familiar. So maybe I watched it when I was younger and I just didn't get it. Right. Yeah. So and just forgot about it. Um, maybe you saw just that scene or something. Yeah. But uh, it was kind of cool watching it again. I think it did have a lot to say. And 
the the beauty of this one is it's sort of like a a classic novel where you can interpret it really where, whichever way you want to interpret it. I mean, mm-hmm. were they saying one specific thing? I don't know. You know, I think that mm-hmm. they were saying a bunch of different things, and it's up to you to figure it out. And uh, like part of it was Jack Nicholson coming in and being this like male feminist type who's like, yeah, yes, that's are, how he came out of the gate. Right. Yeah. Women are women are oppressed and all this stuff. But that's I how can he help got you. Him. Right. <laughs> so, and uh, a, a lot of it was, uh, you know, I, I think that there was. Probably more. um religious undertones in here than even you would think about because uh, mm-hmm. uh you know the 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 lead us into into temptation kind of a situation uh but i i, I thought it was a pretty good movie you know it, it's not something that i would probably watch on my own uh but i'm glad that i got to see it because it is sort of a classic movie and jack nicholson is fucking crazy and he's like the Nick Cage of his time, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, <laughs> but with a whole lot better supporting acting and better scripts. <laughs> big budget, big budget Nick Cage. In most cases, oh yeah, that's true. Well, Nicholson did a lot of big budget stuff for sure. He has had yeah. a long career. Well, and not everything he did he did was totally batshit insane like this was. But this was like, oh, you know what? If they redid this movie, Nick Cage would be him. Well, I think he's. I think. I think he started working with Roger Corman, so he did like Little Shop of Horrors and yeah. some of those other cheesy, <laughs> really old Corman era movies. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I was I was pretty impressed with it. I liked uh, I liked that everything was sort of open to interpretation, and they talked about, um, you know, the differences of the of men and women and. How he sort of tried to inch his way in there and right, still was the asshole at the end of the day. Um, I even like the ending where uh, he pops up on the TV and is talking to his kids. Oh, that was a creepy ending. Yeah, it kind of was. I think that was that was a great way to end the show. Uh, and, and, and kids and, was and, ex- excited. Yeah, and he almost ended it on like a on on kind of a funny lighthearted note because they just sort of <laughs> smiled and turn off the TV and he's like oh right. come on girls <laughs> uh but yeah everybody was beautiful um it was uh, it was a fun movie I enjoyed myself yeah. I see Bill Murray was originally cast as Daryl Van Horn yeah really uh, he probably would have been good not that good but he I'm, I could see I could see Murray pulling that off I yeah think that makes sense. Yeah, it's kind of hard though. Like when you when you like someone's performance so so much that when you hear somebody else's was up for it, it's kind of hard to see them in it. I can totally see Bill Murray in this. He could totally play that character. Yeah, I about, I, I like that about, guy a lot. How about Nick Cage? <laughs> I, and Nick Cage, man. Well, but like Nick Cage now. <laughs> yeah, imagine Nick Cage now doing ah. the 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 what about me right. rant. <laughs> they should redo this one, but with the little the little boys. Oh, where they've grown up. We'll <laughs> right. see. And so, I sort of thought that's where they were going partially in the movie is that, you know, maybe he was awakening this ancient coven that was there or something, you know, and like right, these girls yeah. had some sort of bloodline or they'd been alive forever and they just don't remember it or, you know, something like that. 
if it was like the boys grown up, who would be so would Zane DeHun. That's not where I was going. <laughs> okay. Would the would the Jack Nicholson's character be a woman then? Oh, no, or, Nick, or you... Nick Cage. Nick Cage. As a Nick woman? Van Horn. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> he could pull it off. <laughs> Make no. it happen. Okay. Man, who who would be uh like a woman to lead that show with the three warlocks, I guess? Hmm. Okay, I'm I'm I might be just going out there, but Kate Blanchett. Yes. Good call. Yeah. Okay. I'll go I'll go with that one. And There's she can a lot of women that just play total crazies. And she can ham it up like she did in Thor Ragnarok when she yeah. was hella. Yeah. Uh, although she wouldn't take a whole lot of talking to get the guy. <laughs> <laughs> that woman is beautiful. All right. All right. Scores. Uh, Lance, what do you think? Uh, I'll give this eight and a half out of ten. This was, um, again, seen it quite a few times. It doesn't get old, and I picked a lot of new stuff out of it this time. Yeah. Uh, Brian? Uh, I'm going to give it a seven and a half. It would have been a little bit higher because I'm reading here Pam Greer was considered to play one of the witches. Oh, that would have been good. So it would have been eight. But Pam Greer wasn't in there, so I give it a seven she, and a half. She's still around. She could be. She could be the female warlock. Oh, there you go. That I think she's work. a. I think she's a doctor now, or a psychiatrist, psychologist now. <laughs> Is doc, that doc, Yeah, Doctor Pam Greer. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Reality show. Here we come. Um. Yeah. You know what? I was. I was pretty impressed with uh, Cher's performance. Uh, although she's done some too. stuff that was really good, I guess. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. I kind of liked everybody in it. I guess I'm gonna have to give it an eight. I. I think it was pretty good. Nice score. Nice. All right. And and real quick, I, I just speaking of Cher because you know she does music and stuff. She didn't. I don't know if she did any music for the movie, but I. Th- I thought the 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 music was good in this too. Yeah. I'll tell you what, her acting is better than her music. I will Put that in your take, pipe and smoke it. I will take <laughs> oh, your wow. word for it, because I could not name you a Cher song. No, I couldn't either. Oh, <laughs> do you believe that life, life After Love? That was the one I was thinking. Hey, that was it. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, now we'll move on to uh, the cult classic that I had never heard of, Near Dark. Bird. I know, right? Maybe it's a name that popped up and it just uh, escaped me, but I'd never seen it. Um, a Midwestern farm boy reluctantly becomes a member of the undead when a girl he meets at a bar turns out to be uh, in a band of southern vampires who roam the highways in stolen cars. Uh, part of his initiation includes a bloody assault on a hick bar. Uh, <laughs> can can, can we say wrong? hick? I don't know. <laughs> what, what could go wrong? <laughs> They're white. What are they going to do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, director is Catherine Bigelow, also known for The Hurt Locker and Strange Days. Um, point, point Break, right? She did Point Break, I think. There you go. The, the remake? No. That's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. <laughs> wow. All right. Did I make that? Hold on. I got to double check. Go ahead. I'll double check. All right. Well, yep, yep, she, well directed, she directed Point Break. 
Directed All point right. break. Killed it. I no am an idea. FBI agent. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, dude. He was perfect for that role. <laughs> Uh, writers are Kathleen Bigelow and Eric Reed or Eric Red. Um, future husband James Cameron suggested to Bigelow that she use the ready-made ensemble cast from his recent hit Aliens. <laughs> ah, that's coming up a lot tonight. Here we go again. Um, <laughs> and thus Lance Hendrickson, friend of the show, sort of. Um, Bill Paxton and uh, Jeanette Goldstein all appear in Bigelow's film. Uh, Michael Bine also had an appearance uh, in Aliens and was considered but declined to participate. Michael Bean. Hmm. Michael Bean. There you go. My bad. Um, during the filming, uh, the cast and crew had to deal with a train that would stop at the same intersection every night. One night, <laughs> Bill Paxton, in full makeup with half of his face missing, uh, saw one of the train workers leave the diesel engine and went up to him saying, Hey, man, there's been an accident. If you think I'm bad, wait till you see the other guy. <laughs> Oy. <laughs> now, is that true? That sounds too good to be true. Uh, it sounds like a Bill Paxton thing to do. Yeah. Man. <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, so, all right. Lance, what do you think about this one? Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'd seen it once before in high school and hadn't really seen it since then. And, like, I'm... I'm totally fucking sold on this. A lot of a lot of people say, I guess, the Lost Boys is the, you know, the quintessential 1980s vampire movie. I'm not so well, sure. Yeah. I mean, well, it's yeah, neither. I, it's neither this or Lost Boys. Yeah, I love I love Lost Boys, but um, I don't know, man. I think I've actually kind of like maybe like this better. Really? Just so, yeah, there was so much action in it and the creative Nez things they had to do. throwing things right now. I'm sure he is, but the creative thing, things they had to do, like, you know, put black paint over the windows since they were kind of like nomadic and, you know, went place to place and basically lived in cars or motels. And that seemed kind of reckless to me. Yeah, they're very not very reckless. good at being vampires, huh? Yeah, that, that's that's I mean, <laughs> that's pushing it. Like, you know, when the sun's coming up, because every time they said it, the sun's yeah. coming up in five minutes. I know mm -hmm. they're like, oh, shit, we better get ready. <laughs> You know, you guys have planned a little bit better. <laughs> you wouldn't have to deal with this every day. <laughs> I mean, they, some of them have been doing it for fucking a long time. So you think they would, right. I don't know, maybe yep, spend a couple stupid. hours at night and then let's 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 head back now. Let's not wait till <laughs> see the sun on the horizon. Yeah, especially since, you know, it kills you. Yeah, because in every other scene, one of them was like smoking, right? Because they were running through a sun a sunny field or something. Yeah, that seemed to happen <laughs> a lot. Yeah, they did yeah, that I, with like I heard they did that with like cigar smoke. Huh. Like they had these like tubes Dude, under their clothes, and it was like right? pumping cigar smoke out of their clothes. That doesn't seem like the most efficient way to do it, but all right. <laughs> it was the eighties. <laughs> Oh man! Cigar smoke is good for you. <laughs> Even with the cigar smoke uh, effects or whatever, I still I still really enjoyed this movie. I, did it get a little hokey at times? I mean, was this kind of like in a way Twilight before Twilight? Yeah, maybe. But uh, I don't know. I really I really enjoyed it. I, I thought it had a lot of great action sequences, and um, yeah, some of Bill Paxton. That that Paxton, Paxton's lines were awesome. <laughs> that yeah. guy, that guy uh, was definitely the best part of the show. Lance Henriksen, no offense, you're great, 
But uh, yeah, Paxton stole the show on this one for me. Yeah, oh, I think they were both great in there. But yeah, Paxton yeah. was Paxton was money the whole movie. Every scene that no he doubt. showed up and he yeah. stole. Yeah, almost as bad as when he played Chet. <laughs> almost that big of a dick. <laughs> uh, Brian, what'd you think? Yeah, I, I'm a I'm a Lost Boys guy, but as well, far yeah. as '80s vampire movies, this is this is a close second. I would have to really think about the other ones that came out at that time. But yeah, I love this movie. Great performances by Lance Hendrickson, which is uh, crazy. The whole southern civil war background confederate soldier like uh, from what i understand he came up with that to give his character a backstory so he can play the character better okay that makes sense and i thought that was really cool bill paxton definitely steals the show um i thought the main guy adrian pastar that played caleb yeah i thought he was a little stale yeah well and, but um, he played that sort of Country cornfred dude, pretty much to a T. Yeah, but yeah. Having said that, it was it, there was something a little bit boring about him. Yeah, I just felt like maybe somebody else could have played. I don't. I think I read somebody else was uh, up for Johnny Depp and DB Sweeney had auditioned for the roles, but they they passed on them to go wow. with uh, this guy. Really? Interesting. Yeah. That's so. strange. Yeah. Johnny Depp would have been an interesting choice there. I don't know how that would have worked. Yeah. I mean, Adrian Pastar, he's not bad because I, I liked him in that, that one uh, TV show, uh, Heroes. Yeah. He was the, the politician that, that found out he can fly. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah he kind of looks he... like the same guy. <laughs> yeah. He didn't really age. Um yeah, besides him and maybe the 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 character that of uh, May Jen, Jenny Wright, I thought they were just their whole kind of love story. Just kind of sometimes took me out because I I thought it just happened too quick. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, they didn't put they a had lot to shoehorn it. They had to shoehorn it in there, right? Yeah, and I think I I, I felt sorry for Homer having Simpson? to be in a no. Never feel sorry for that guy. That guy gets donuts all the time. But and he's a moron. Uh, Homer, the Joshua John Miller, uh, the one that's forever trapped in a child's body. Oh yeah, that would suck. And then it got weird. <laughs> yeah, I thought, I thought that was the little newspaper boy from Better Off Dead when I first saw him. I want my two dollars. <laughs> but uh, just like him to me. Yeah, you ever see that movie, uh, The Final Girls? Yeah, yeah. He he wrote that. Really? Really? Yeah, the the screenplay. Hmm. Still in the child's yeah. body, I take it. He he's <laughs> oh, every movie I've seen him in. He I guess he just has that look, that younger look. Right. Yeah, so, he does. So he was kind of perfect for that role. But I did feel sorry for him. But I also can sympathize with Bill Paxton's character talking about I have to fucking hear you say that every fucking night. Yeah. So, but Bill Paxton was fucking amazing in this. He stole it. The the practical effects on on his uh his makeup work, like when he was neither burnt up or when he got ran over by the truck, I thought it was really good. And that whole bar scene was fucking amazing. But I would have to put the stupid people mark on this one. 
You could have, anybody yeah. could have ran any time. If I can find the audio, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, I know, I, I know the guy, he ended up jumping through the window, but I don't know if that could have happened a lot sooner. I don't know why you were standing there. Yeah, they sort of just stood around and watched these people kill everybody. Yeah, and another <laughs> quick fact before I pass it to you, Phil, they've never, not once, said the word vampire in this movie. Huh, that's a good point. I didn't notice that. Hmm. And uh, they also, I guess, they also played that the 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 you, the normal rules for vampires did not apply here because I guess uh, Lance Henriksen had crosses on his pistols. Oh. gotta love so I, that. So I guess they played they played loose on the vampire rules in this one. I'm okay Fast with that. Loose. Yeah, I did. I did have a problem with the transfusion shit. Yeah, that. I don't got think. I don't. Uh, I don't yeah, think that's how that, that works. Was, yeah, I don't think either. so either, man. It'd be great if it did. Yeah, because you, right? you can use it for anything. <laughs> right. I was like, wow, his random ass dad sure cured him of his vampirism very quick. <laughs> that wasn't was kind of silly. Wasn't his dad doll man in those uh, Empire movies? Yeah. Full Moon? Tim Tom- yeah. Tim Thomerson. Yeah. But yeah, that's probably my biggest problem with that because it, it doesn't work like that. I'll just take your blood out and put clean blood in and now you're not a vampire. Right. <laughs> if only we had known this. Um, yeah, I, I, there's definitely some, some, some cheesy bits in here, but um, <laughs> I think I, with, with the cast, you know, that aliens cast, fucking Bill Paxton in particular, hamming it up in every scene that he was in and stealing the show, uh, they totally pulled it off. Um, I, I kept thinking while I was watching it, how have I never seen this movie? It's great. And the crazier that it gets, the more I'm enjoying it. I I definitely did have a problem with the blood transfusion thing at the end. Uh, <laughs> I kind of ran out of ideas, and this is how we're going to end the film. Uh, yeah, but, uh, they should have taken that part out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, then you'd have to come up with a different ending. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Caleb suggests they try giving a blood transfusion. The transfusion unexpectedly oh. reverses Caleb's transformation. Unexpectedly. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't just... that unexpected if they tried to fucking do it. <laughs> kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> Caleb should be a fucking doctor, a scientist or something. Put that motherfucker in charge. Maybe we'll get rid of this shit. <laughs> Caleb, you got a new job head of the CDC. <laughs> Just right. fucking thinking of random things to do yeah, and it works. Bye, bye Fauci. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I was it was it was a really fun movie. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, is it better than Lost Boys? I'm not gonna say that, but I'll definitely go back and watch this one again. Uh, I'm 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 glad that I got to watch it today or yesterday. But uh had fun. Scores? Nice. Well, Lance? Or Lance? Oh, did I go first? Yep. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Did I do that? <laughs> Fuck, man. It's kicking in. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> oh, scores. Is that where we're at now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am out of the country, guys. So, you know, country living. <laughs> country living. Yep. 
and I'm not doing the moonshine these days, so I had to go with you know something more natural. So I was gonna ask, is it kicking in? Is that is that what's going on? <laughs> that's what's happening. <laughs> that's, that's, Do you know where you are now? Did you wander away from the house? That may be why I sputtered out at the end there. (laughs) We're good to go. Score for for Near Dark. Uh, I'll give it the same score, eight and a half. Uh, You picked two good ones this week, Brian. Thanks. No problem. All right. A good score. Damn. Uh, Brian, what do you think? I'm going to go a little bit higher. I'm going to give it an eight. I thought the cast was great. Um... Last gave it eight book. and a half. Oh, you gave it eight and a half? Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, eight, eight and a half, man. Come on, match a, me. Yeah, I'll match you eight and a half. <laughs> All right. There you go. Eight <laughs> and a half. Um, it's, not better than, it's not better than Lost Boys. Lost Boys, that was like one of my childhood movies that I still watch to this day. I watch it every year. Probably going to be watching it for October here just as a movie that i could throw on i got i got the funko pops i got the comic book from the movie so put bill paxton in lost boys as i mean not like a new one i just you know thought experiment can't can't put bill in a new one he passed away anymore yeah But like if you, if great you idea. that vampire character into into one of the crew in Lost Boys. Oh, you mean like a mashup movie? Yeah. Boy, I think he <laughs> would have been great in that. Kiefer Sutherland's yeah. crew came across Lance Henriksen's crew. There you go. Oh. And formed one big redneck glam metal <laughs> Like Corey Hames said, this the or Corey Feldman, it's the blood sucking Brady bunch. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. But yeah, I, I I love a lot about this movie. I just thought the main character was a little stale, and the the whole transfusion thing was kind of dumb. But the rest of the movie, it doesn't overshadow the rest of the movie. Yeah. Um. Well, I guess you talked me into it too. I was probably going to go eight, but uh, I think eight and a half is pretty fair, man. I really enjoyed this. Like, oh. I was uh. You know, Witches of Eastwick, I hung with and I was watching it and I was like, oh, well, this is cool. I, I, you know, I'm glad I finally get to watch this movie. Uh, but like I said, I'll probably not watch it again. But Near Dark was was fun, man. I'll I'll probably watch this again next month with my wife. So, nice. yeah, I had a good time, man. It was a good movie. Lots of action. Lots of stupid people, lots of stupid vampires, but lots of action. Yeah, it was just it had a it, there was a lot of fun in there. There was and a not, lot of stupid people. Yeah, not necessarily <laughs> comedy fun, except you know stupid people. But <laughs> like that scene where uh, where they the, like the cops come to get him in the motel. Like I can't think of anything <laughs> particular that could have been done differently there okay. to not have them in that situation. N- not from a like a movie perspective but like from a being in that situation perspective but it seems like there was something that that sort of seemed like a dumb thing to do <laughs> oh they're gonna be chasing this let's go to the nearest motel and crash <laughs> they won't find us there <laughs> i like lance hendrickson though because you think he was uh you think caleb was in the crew after that rescue yeah right lance was like it, it bought you a day yeah, <laughs> you still got to get out there and kill. 
So get out there. Well, and as close as they cut it with the sun every goddamn day, uh, I imagine a lot of them died off. <laughs> All they got to do is kick them out of the van in the middle of nowhere. Sunrise, five minutes. We got to find somewhere. <laughs> Quick. I know we're in the middle of the desert with no vehicle or house anywhere near us, but <laughs> we, got, just, we got this five minutes. Yeah, Good maybe thing not there was the best a, place for a vampire to hide. <laughs> Good thing there was a motel, like, Every five miles, I guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not a tree in sight. <laughs> the old no-tail motel. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I guess that's it. Any last words? Uh, I am a physical media collector, and I believe there is n- neither one of these are on Blu-ray or... Oh. I think the DVDs are like out of print too, so uh, please, somebody, really? I'm putting it out in the universe. Oh, get, get like a special edition on both of these. We'll get the train rolling. I can't believe there's not a Witches of Eastwood DVD. That sounds like it would be. I'm sure there is, but in it's any probably, collector's stuff. Yeah, I'm sure there is the DVD, but it's probably like right. out of print, and probably you can probably go oh, on man. eBay, and they're probably jacking up the prices. Yeah. And Near Dark was great, man. I'm, I cannot believe I've never seen this movie. Yeah, and it was weird because Shutter had put it on their uh, streaming platform, and then they took it off after a month. And this is uh, yeah, rather hard I hate to it find. When they do that. Yeah, they do, they yeah. do that a lot, man. All those streaming services do. Like you go to uh, find a movie that you saw on there like a month ago, and it's fucking gone. Yeah, but usually there's somewhere to watch it. That's the downside of this one. You, there's no yeah. place that's streaming. No it. option, huh? Yeah, they they make weird deals because I noticed uh, the Harry Potter movies they bounce from HBO Max to Peacock <laughs> like every other month, <laughs> which is weird. I don't. I was like, what kind of deal did you right? guys make? <laughs> it seems counterproductive. <laughs> Very much so. Uh, all right. Well, as uh, as always, we want to thank you for listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. Uh, we'd love to hear your feedback and ideas. Uh, you can always reach us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. Uh, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Podbean, all of the things. Just search for The Horror Returns. And uh, also on uh, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and if you like what you hear, please rate us and review us and win some cool shit. Maybe. <laughs> next we week. Restock. Yeah. Next week, uh, let the Halloween month begin. Uh, we'll have our annual Halloween Kids special featuring the 2019 movie Haunt. Awesome. And some very special guests. Now, Brian, you picked that for the kids' show. Isn't that an R rated movie? That'd be all right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's good. It's good. It. it's good. It's good R rated. That's right. true. There's no, okay. no, no boobs or anything. Right. That's what I was going to say. I don't, I don't remember any boobs in there. I, <laughs> violence I'm well, okay with. <laughs> every, every time every time the three-year-old comes and visits, she has to watch Psycho Gorman. So there you go. Great fucking movie. <laughs> uh, so uh, until the horror again, uh, returns again, Lance, you want to take us out from the middle of nowhere? Uh, yeah, let's see if you can hear an echo. Hold on. Good night.